What is up, my clan? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus. It has been way too long. Uh, way too long. I And I have to say this right out of the gate. I am so happy, so excited, uh, thrilled, I guess, probably the right word, for the amount of people who have hit me up over the last two weeks asking, where's the podcast? When's the next episode of the podcast? When are, we go, when are you going to record another episode of the podcast? What's the topic for the next episode on the podcast? Like so many people have reached out to me in the last couple of weeks uh, because there's been, there's it, we're essentially been two weeks without a podcast. Um, three, if you count the week that the podcast came out, the podcast came out on Mondays, Tuesdays. So you count, you know, one full week, two full weeks. So here we are the third week and I'm recording this episode on April 22nd, 2019. And, um, yeah, man, lots happened. <laughs> a lot's happened. It's almost probably a good thing that I've taken a break because I just now I have so much to talk about that this episode should be thick and juicy. Oh yeah. Uh, first and foremost, right out of the gate, uh, I just wanted to uh, remind everybody if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. Uh, you can listen to this podcast anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts today. Uh, it's home at Anchor.fm/slash Clintus, but you can listen to it on Apple, iTunes, iOS. Uh, Android, Google, Spotify, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, just do a search for Riffing with Clintus. Hit the subscribe button, it's free, and uh, you'll get notified each and every time there's a new episode. Speaking of new episodes, starting next week, starting next week, uh, we will start having guests on the podcast. Um, and I can guarantee you at least one episode a week with a guest. Uh, and then potentially a second or additional episode, uh, when something like this happens where I, 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 I get a spark of creativity and I just want to, you know, uh, start recording and, and, and riffing, if you will. Um, I've had a couple of moments where I've wanted to just kind of pull a phone out and start recording. And for whatever reason I didn't, and I, the moment was lost. And I, I really, I really want to get back into that mindset of just you know, sitting down, hitting record for even if it's just five minutes uh, and just getting something off my off my chest. Um, I really, really want to start producing more content for you guys on multiple platforms. Um, if in, in the last episode, we talked about how I've I stopped doing daily vlogs. Um, but if you've been keeping up with the channel, you know that I've still been vlogging every day. Uh, I still there's I, there hasn't been a day where I haven't picked up the camera and vlogged at least something. Uh, there's been a couple days where it's just been like two or three clips, right? And just just um, uh, a few highlights for the day. Um, but that goes back to the whole point of the reason why I stopped the daily vlogs, because there's just days where there's nothing to vlog. There's nothing to showcase. There's nothing to highlight. Nothing happened worth mentioning, right? Um, so between, uh, between the vlogs, between the streams, this podcast, um, I've got a couple other things I'm, I'm brewing on, I'm working on. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bummed. Uh, my buddy Chuck, AKA Rhino Ranger was here last week. And, uh, I thought we'd sit down and we'd crank out like two or three podcast episodes, right? Like, um, I had two topics. He had a topic and I was like, yeah, do this, do this. And then, um, we realized that my second microphone is not working properly. Uh, I installed a new driver, but it still didn't work properly. I've, I have to troubleshoot this microphone. So I plan on doing that here. Not that I have, I have plans on having any guests here locally anytime soon, 
But nevertheless, I have this nice $150 microphone sitting over here on the side of my desk. That's just a big paperweight. So I do need to get and figure that out. But my point is, is that, uh, you know, Chuck's a busy guy. He had work he had to do. I had things that I needed to do, work and personal things, right? I saw the family life going on here. Um, and it just didn't work out. Plus, there's just times where you just don't feel like doing anything. You just feel like chilling. And we chilled a lot, which was nice. Uh, you know, I... I don't have a lot of friends that I, I hang out with, you know, face to face in real life. Most of my friends are online. Most of my friends, we interact via, you know, Twitter or, or, uh, you know, DMS or even just te even text messages. I have a lot of friends. We just text message, but we don't actually physically see each other except for maybe once or twice a year. So when I have a moment to actually hang and, and chill with a friend face to face, um, I kind of, I kind of air into the, like, let's just chill. Let's just hang out and, and bullshit, you know? Um, Versus like work, 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 which we did get a lot of work done. We made a lot of progress. It was one night where him and I just went and we walked around the block uh, for like, I don't know, 45 minutes. And we just talked. It was a very productive conversation. Um, I got back home with a new frame of mind. And um, I mean, Chuck's good at rewiring me. Um, you know, we, we everyone always jokes that Chuck's a robot. Um, you know, he's very, very logical the way his brain works. He sees something and he just... He sees things that, you know, some people don't see. And so having conversations with Chuck, especially face to face, uh, is, is short of, short of magical. And, uh, I appreciate the hell out of you, Chuck. I know you listen to these. And so I just want you to know, I appreciate your time. I, I DM'd Amy as soon as I dropped you off at the airport and I thanked her for allowing you to, um, come hang out with me and just, you know, bullshit with me for, for three or four days. And, um, yeah, man. I, I I love you. I appreciate you. So anyway, uh, yeah. So Chuck was here for about four days. We, we, we had tacos, we had sushi, we talked business, we talked shop, we talked all kinds of things. And, um, it felt really good. It felt really good. Uh, but before that though, the weekend that the last weekend, uh, or wait, two week, two weekends ago, two weekends ago, I guess it depends on the way you, the way you look, the way you frame up the past and <laughs> time frames. uh, the weekend before Chuck got here, uh, we were in Las Vegas for uh, Sierra's big four-day tournament, and uh, it was a lot of volleyball. Uh, she played her heart out, and one day she played five games. Her feet were throbbing. She was in tears going to bed because her feet hurt so bad. Um, but, you know, she loves the sport. She has a great time. I hope you guys enjoyed that vlog. Um, there was a lot of volleyball in there. But it was a lot of fun. We, 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 spent, we spent a lot of time in Vegas. And um, man, I really love Vegas. I want to talk about Vegas for a little bit here. So we're going to kind of, we're going to riff a little bit about Vegas. Um, I'm 37 years old. Uh, my first time in Vegas, I was a kid. I don't really remember a whole lot of it. I was there for my uncle's wedding. Uh, we stayed at Circus Circus. Obviously, I was way too young to be in the casino. So I don't remember much about it. Um, and then fast forward, I was 20 for um tiff uh for, for a family function there but we were 20 so we weren't legal to drink or gamble which obviously makes it not as fun if you can't drink or gamble um which also i think i want to point out that the people who don't like vegas i think it's because they either a don't like to drink or gamble or b don't really know how to do so and not spend a ton of money um i hear a lot of people that don't like vegas and it's like well you know like why don't you like vegas i'm like well it's expensive it's like well, yeah, it is, but you got to know how to, you know, quote unquote, you know, I guess air quotes, play your cards, right? Right. Pun intended. Um, you know, you, you can definitely be in Vegas and not spend, you know, um, 
an absorbent amount of money if you play your if you play your cards right. Um, but on the flip side, yeah, I mean, it's a gambling town, right? And so like when I go, I enjoy playing blackjack. I really do love playing blackjack. So I'll go to Vegas with a couple hundred dollars in my pocket and say, this is the money that I don't intend on returning with, right? Like I don't plan, I don't plan on uh, coming back home with this money, two or $300, whatever it is. Right. And let's be real. If you really break down the cost analysis of what it costs you to go to Vegas, you could easily spend that kind of money going to a fancy restaurant or going to a club or, or a bar where, you know, drinks are, you know, uh, eight bucks or a resort, right? Like I love, we, Tiff and I love doing staycations where we'll, you know, we'll pack up a, a bag and we'll go stay at a hotel or resort for two nights and spend the weekend there. We love that. Um, in fact, we missed that. We haven't done that in quite a while since we moved into this new house. We kind of felt like, oh, we have our own resort. Not the same. Not the same. But those, you know, you go to go to a resort pool and you get a bucket of beers for like 30 bucks for like five beers. It's like ridiculous, right? Like you just don't think about it because you're like, oh, well, you know, that's what it costs to sit by the pool and drink beers and have these fancy cocktails. But you go to Vegas and someone charges you like, you know, nine bucks for a bottle of beer. Like, what the fuck? How about a sporting event, right? Football fans, like going to watch the NFL. How much do you pay for a beer there? You know, $12 for, for a draft, $8 for a bottle. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, but you pay for the convenience because you're at a ball game and you're up in, up in the stands, right? Whatever. Uh, Vegas is no different. It's, it's a lot of, a lot of, uh, fancy and there's a lot of money there. But again, if you play your cards, right, you know what you're doing, you know where to go for certain drinks, certain activities, you can go relatively cheap. Um, you know, comparatively to other, uh, entertainment slash vacation destinations, right? It's all about what you make of it. Um, but yeah, I really, I really love Vegas. I, I go, you know, maybe two or three times a year and, uh, I, I always have a good time. Um, uh, again, I do like to gamble. Um, I don't spend a crazy amount of time, a, a crazy amount of money gambling. Like I said, a couple, a couple hundred dollars and that's the money I put down on the table. And I usually can play for multiple hours. Um, you know, the drink lady comes by, offers you a drink. They're quote, they're, they're technically free, but you tip her a dollar for bringing a buy. Right. And she comes by every couple of minutes. So you're basically drinking, you know, dollar drinks for however long you're there. And like I said, I can be there for two or three hours. There have been multiple times where I've gambled in Vegas and I've been at a table for two or three hours and I'll walk away up or down 40 or 50 bucks. Right? So imagine I'm there for two or three hours getting drinks every 15, 20 minutes and I'm up money. So I've not only I'm, I've made money, but I've also drank for free. Right. Or I've been there for two or three hours and I'm down 40 bucks and you know, but I've, but, but I've had drinks the whole time. And for me, it's fun. I enjoy the camaraderie at the table, the, the companionship, the, the, uh, the highs and lows of winning bets and, you know, doubling down and winning or hitting blackjack, you know, it, it's thrilling for me. It's very thrilling. I really enjoy it. Um, I think it has a lot to do with the PVP aspect of video games that I love. I love playing PVP, you know, player versus player, because it's like, there's this aspect of, I beat you. And, you know, even though the, it's not the dealer's money, it's the house money. And the dealer is the face of the representation of the house. And so when you beat the dealer, you're like, yeah, suck it nerd. Right? Like you want to stick it to him. And so, um, I just, I really enjoy playing, you know, poker and blackjack and roulette. I used to play a lot of roulette when I was younger in my twenties. Um, because to me, it felt like I had somewhat of a say, but it was still a lot of luck. 
And then when I realized that the odds were just so kind of like all over the place, um, I kind of defaulted back to blackjack. And a lot of that has to do also with where I live. In Arizona, we have um, Indian reservation casinos, but they're limited. There's no roulette, there's no craps, and there's certain certain games that aren't allowed. Um, but blackjack is the main the main thing, right? There's blackjack everywhere, and then there's there's poker. Um, poker's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it, but it's a time commitment. If you're going to sit down at the table, you really have to sit down for multiple hours and play poker. Um, whereas blackjack, you can come, you can play a couple of hands. If you have to go, you can, no big deal. Um, poker's not necessarily that way. So it's definitely something that I, I enjoy. So yeah, Vegas. I love it. I love the, uh, the city vibe, even though it's not really, you're not really downtown. You're just, you know, it's, it's just this long, I don't know, two or three mile strip of, of glitz and glamor and electric signs and all kinds of interesting people, good and bad, right? There's good and bad, interesting people. Um, every casino has a story to tell, right? A lot of the older ones have themes that are really fun. A lot of the newer ones aren't so, so much themed. They're just kind of like, you know, nice hotels. Um, and I haven't really been in any, a lot of the new ones. Uh, there's like the Aria and the, 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 what is that? MGM park or park park West. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, there's a, there's a handful of new ones that I haven't really been into and seen. Um, I think we've walked the strip so many times now that's kind of like lost its luster, but it's still fun. I still enjoy it. Even the last day we were there, we walked, um, a majority of the strip cause we were with, uh, one of Sierra's friends and her brother. They haven't really been on the strip before. So. Uh, we walked up and down that a little bit. It was, it was a good time. We enjoyed it. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, I never turn, never shy away from a trip to Vegas. If I get invited to go to Vegas or have a reason to go to Vegas, I'm always like, yep, let's go. It's good times. Um, so yeah, we had, we did Vegas last week. Uh, Sierra only has one more volleyball tournament left. And as it stands right now, I will be missing that <laughs> always. Uh, seems like, um, the weekends that they have tournaments or the weekends I get invited to go places and do things, <clears throat> but that's the business I'm in. And so I'm definitely not complaining, but it does bum me out that I miss, um, you know, I, I typically miss two or three tournaments a season, uh, just, just because there's usually holiday tournaments and then there's usually just, you know, it just happens to be the, the time for conferences and the time for events are always in this, this type of, uh, like winter slash spring, uh, season, which is when her volleyball season is. So I'll be missing her last, her, her last tournament. And in fact, I gave her the option to skip it as well for where I'm going. And of course she said, hell no, she loves volleyball so much that there's no way she could skip her last tournament. So, um, she's obviously bummed because I owe her a trip. Uh, Bryce and I have traveled now three times without her, maybe four. I mean, if you count, if you count his basketball tournaments, it's been like four or five, but, um, just specifically for conferences and, or, um, you know, trips, uh, featuring some kind of destination, uh, at least three that Bryce and I have gone on without her. So I was thinking, Oh, this will be the one. And it just happens to fall on the same weekend as a tournament. So Nope. So I still owe her a couple trips. Well, I promised her this summer, her and I will do something. Even if it's the problem is, is that it's hard for me to just go, Oh, me and Sarah are going to go to San Diego for the weekend and not take Bryce and Tiffany. Right? Like there's no reason not to. Um, it just happens to be the couple times that I've gone without her. It's because she can't go. She can't miss volleyball. She can't, you know, that, that it always comes down to that. Whereas Bryce's, you know, schedule is much more loose and his sport is year round. So if he skips a tournament, no big deal. Plus he doesn't love it nearly as much as Sierra does. Sierra loves volleyball. 
So, um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's the difference between her and Bryce when it comes to their sports. Um, so yeah, uh, Vegas was good. Vegas was great. And what was the weekend before that? What was what would we do? Oh, oh, we went to uh, the lake. We were camping at the lake with the the, the lantern lighting. Yeah. So oh, see, that's what happens when I go too long without recording the podcast. Um, so we took the trailer out and we camped at Lake Pleasant for the weekend and they had their, uh, their big lantern lighting, uh, ceremony, which was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Um, I just, I love taking my trailer out, the trailer trailer out. Um, I do want to downsize. I've talked about this publicly multiple times. I want to downsize the trailer. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a pretty big, uh, tow behind travel trailer and it's nice. It's fancy, but it just, it doesn't get used. It doesn't, we don't utilize all the space, right? We bought this big trailer thing and like, Oh, you know, like, you know, we can afford this and it's big and it's nice and it's fancy and all this. And it's like, we're never inside it. We're always outside. We, 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 you know, pull out the chairs, pull out the, the, what what do you call it? The patio cover, the Ramada. And, uh, you know, we open up our little kitchen on the side and it's, we just, we just hang out outside and we're always outside. And, um, and because I have the dirt bike also, it just makes sense to have a toy hauler the inside doesn't matter nearly as much. And, uh, we know we've always been a little jealous of, um, our uh, Tiffany's brother's, uh, trailer. He has a toy hauler and the way that their seating situation is on the inside makes a lot more sense for, um, like having conversations. There's these like two captain's chairs that face this couch. And so, you know, very easily you can have four or five people facing each other, having a conversation. Whereas in ours, all the seats are on the same side of the trailer, which doesn't make a lot of sense for conversation, but for comfort, it's great. We have this dining room table that's like a horseshoe, and then we have a couch that's very comfortable and it's great. And if we wanted to watch TV, that it would be super ideal, but we never watch TV and you know, it's awkward to kind of be sitting like side by side and you kind of have to turn your neck and t- it just doesn't work out. We just don't ever do it. Right. We've done it like once or twice. And each time we're like, eh, this sucks. So we want to downsize the trailer and that'll happen eventually. Um, we've got a lot of things going on in 2019 and as they start to slowly be revealed to you guys, um, the trailer will happen. I I can't see I can't see the trailer being traded in this year, maybe next year, maybe 2020. Um, it'll be five years since we've had it. So, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, any case, uh, we, we took the trailer out. It was good times. Um, we had the swags with us. We had, um, some of our friends, uh, the wolves with us and it was a lot of fun. We had a good time and I'm looking forward to doing more camping this year. Uh, Tiffany and I have actually talked about taking our trailer and storing it up North, uh, for the summer. And that way we don't have to worry about like towing it up and down the mountain, right? Every time we want to take it out, we can just like bring it up there and store it up there. And then when we want to go for the weekend, we just drive up the, up the mountain, like normal, like, like we don't even need to worry about that much. Right. We just pack our clothes, pack our food and drinks, and then drive up the mountain like normal, which is a lot faster when you're not towing. Right. I'm not putting miles, um, on the trailer and I'm not, um, what do you call it? I'm not, uh, like, I don't know, uh, putting wear and tear on the truck, so to speak, right. Going up and down the mountain. Most of the time where we go in the summertime, it's, you know, within 30 minutes, maybe an hour from like a century located place. So something like Mormon Lake, or, um, there's a place called happy Jack. They both do storage and there's a lot of cool camping sites around there that we like. So within like 30 minutes, we could, we could 
pull the trailer out. We can even go to Lolomai. Lolomai is maybe only like 30 minutes from, you know, these campsites. So that's something we've talked about doing is taking the trailer up like Memorial Day weekend, doing camping and then leaving it up there and keeping it in storage up there. So very excited about that. I think it'd be a cool idea. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We, we, we've talked about doing that. Um, lots more camping though. I think lots more trips this summer. The last two years we haven't been, we didn't travel as much because we got the house, right? And we were excited about the new house. We were excited about spending time here with our own pool and our own big patio and backyard. Um, but it's been two summers. And so we think that um, this summer will be a summer that we travel more. So stay tuned for that. Um, and I'm going to take a quick break to drink some water because my throat is itchy. So uh, please take a moment to listen to this ad. So talking about my throat being itchy, let's uh, let's talk about that. Uh, we went. I went to Vegas, and the first day we got there, right? We got out. We we, we uh, went to the hotel. We kind of walked around a little bit outside, and right away my nose was itchy, and I was like, "Oh man, it was it was windy that day." It's windy in Vegas most of the time, but it was windy that day particularly. And I just remember going like, "Oh man, like I can I can my my nose is tingly." the pollen in the air, the dust in the air, whatever it is, something's getting my allergies kicked up. And right away, my nose was runny. I was blowing it. I was like, oh, great. So second day, it's day to go. You know, we walked around Vegas a little bit, spent some time on the strip in the casino before the girls' games. Um, the game started, and that night, I was just like blowing my nose constantly. Uh, it was runny. You know, I was just like, this sucks. And then every day, it just pro progressively got worse because... It's like I said, it's just windy in Vegas all the time. Plus, then you got smoke in all the casinos, right? And and here in Arizona, there's really nowhere that people smoke, right? Like you're not allowed to smoke in restaurants or bars unless the bar is like just a bar, which most of them aren't anymore. There's always a restaurant element to it, so you have to smoke outside. So there's, you, we just don't. I just don't get exposed to smoke very often, right? And none of my family members smoke, um, at least not around us or on a regular basis. So I just never run smoke. So being in the casino where it's just uh, like everyone's smoking, you're just like, holy crap. And let's, let's, let's recognize this. It's 2019, right? We've been told for the last 30 years that smoking causes cancer. It's bad for you. There's all these diseases and, you know, you see these commercials now or, you know, people are like physically messed up because of smoking or something. You're just like, what? And then you go to a place like a casino and there's all these people. You're like, where did all these, where, I don't understand. I don't see anybody smoke anymore. Like I just never see people smoke anymore. Like vaping's like the new thing, right? Everyone's vaping and it's like, okay. And it's almost like you don't even notice it because it's a smoke of a puff of like fruity smoke. And you're just like, oh, he's smoking blueberry, whatever. Right. But like you get into a casino and it's like, holy crap, there are still hundreds, if not thousands of people that smoke. And you're just like, gross. So yeah, it just, I was alarmed. I was like, and then I found out after I got back from Vegas that they actually make smoke-free parts of the casino now. Like certain casinos have smoke-free zones. And there's actually some casinos um, that have like special, I don't want to say levels, like they're not like multiple levels, but like special parts of the casino that are smoke-free. So I was like, wow, that's really cool. I got to look into those. Um, but I think it's like some of those newer casinos. Again, they don't have themes or in the middle. Like, I don't know. We'd, I have to look into that. But it's very intriguing. Something that I'd be worth staying at a host, uh, casino if they have a smoke-free area. It's very cool. But man, it wrecked my sinuses, my allergies. Uh, the entire weekend, I was sniffling and blowing my nose. My nose got all raw. Of course, when your nose is running and then you go to bed, that drainage still is produced while you're sleeping. But it's not going anywhere because you're asleep. So you wake up, you know, 
completely congested, sore throat. You know, you're hacking it up, trying to get it all out. It's, it's nasty. Um, I came home on Monday and it was probably the worst because it had been four straight days of that. Um, and I was like, you know, I consider myself sick. I had a sinus infection, right? It was bad. Um, and so this whole week I've been like struggling to get back to normal. In fact, the last three days, I haven't been able to taste anything. Easter Sunday dinner looked amazing, right? Everyone said it was amazing, but I couldn't taste a damn bite of it. I was so bummed out, right? Imagine your favorite foods and not being able to taste it, like, right? You see, you look at this juicy steak or this juicy cheeseburger or this like decadent like cheesecake. You're like, oh my God, it's gonna be so amazing. And you take a bite and you're like, nothing. You can't taste a damn thing. <sighs> so disappointing. That was what it was like for me this week, like three days of nothing. Um, so yeah, but I'm, I'm on the mend now. I think I'm back to almost back to normal. Uh, I, I have a little bit, I'm blowing my nose a little bit today, but not nearly as much. Like I'm definitely on the best, but unfortunately Tiffany, uh, it hit her much later. Uh, I don't know if she actually got a bug and like she got a, like a cold or if she just, her allergies were much later until she got home. I don't know, but it hit her this last weekend and it kind of culminated, 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 um, yesterday and today she woke up last night she went to bed and she just couldn't get any sleep because she was coughing and couldn't breathe and breathe out of her mouth and her mouth was dry and she woke up this morning in an absolute mess so she's definitely um not quite as far away, far along as i am so who knows i mean we were, i was kind of talking about that on the stream today it's like when you say someone's sick like you know what's what's the definition of sick is it like when someone gets a cold or when someone gets the flu you know or is it any type of boogers being produced and you having to blow your nose or your coffin, right? Like, is that in any of those symptoms considered being sick? I don't know. I've always said that it's my allergies because it always, it always starts the same way. It's a runny nose, which eventually gets into a stuffed up clogged nose, which then eventually that drainage gets thicker and it goes into your throat, which causes you to cough. And so then I'm coughing my brains out. Like, you know, and everyone's like, oh, he's sick, he's sick. And it's like, am I sick? I don't know. Like, am I contagious? I feel like this is just my, you know, crappy immune system with 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 pollen or with something in the air and my body's fighting it and therefore I'm, you know, quote unquote sick. I don't know. I, I just, I've never really understood that. Maybe something to research one day. <clears throat> Probably not. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, we've, we've taken our turns being sick and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm over it now, which is good because I'm going to be traveling this week. I'm very excited. Uh, as you may or may not have heard in the last couple of weeks, last couple of months, uh, I was invited to attend the St. Jude play live summit. Um, it's an annual event, or at least it's been an annual event for the last couple of years that I know of. Um, where people, uh, content creators, streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, uh, I'm sure bloggers, um, even people in the industry come out to St. Jude, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. That's where they're located and, uh, attend this summit. And, um, I've never attended, but I've watched videos and saw photos and followed up with some people that went last year and the previous year. Um, and it's basically to, um, learn about St. Jude, learn about their charity of, uh, efforts and, uh, and, and actually learn about the, the charity and where the money goes. Um, I'll have an opportunity to meet some of the children and their families that, uh, receive care from St. Jude. And if you're not familiar with St. Jude is St. Jude, uh, cancer research 
hospital. It, it's 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 a foundation that um, researches children's cancer specifically, um, and families and patients that receive care from St. Jude never pay a dime. Right, They're, all of their care uh, is 100% covered by St. Jude, and so um, obviously, if you have children um, specifically, then obviously. You, you know, a special place in your heart when kids are suffering from something from very something traumatic as, as cancer. But even if you don't have kids, maybe you have a relative that's been, you know, that's suffered from cancer. Maybe you, you and yourself or close family have suffered from cancer. Uh, cancer is a, a very, your entire body can get cancer, right? Every, every cell in your body can, can, can form a, a, a form of cancer, right? Like, so it's definitely not just limited to children, but that's what St. Jude specifically um, fights. And so that means a lot to me. Um, I myself have uh, have had skin cancer. I have had multiple family members have some form of cancer. And, uh, and so any kind of research that can help uh, that fight and specifically with children is, is very important. So I'm very proud to be going to this uh event i'm very proud to represent my community and to represent um you know all content creators uh that do charity work in general um you may or may have not may or may not have seen my hair or lack of recently uh we we went to uh i went to uh a charity event we talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago uh, for gamers outreach. It was called gamers for giving. And, uh, I would love to give you guys an update and let you know that we have raised $10,500, which is enough for three of their gaming carts. Now, um, I dyed my hair blue and three weeks later, my buddy Chuck came out and he buzzed it all off down to like almost nothing. Uh, and both of those were for charity incentives that we hit and I fulfilled. So, um, feels really good to raise that kind of money. I, I honestly had no idea what we were capable of, what you guys were capable of. Um, there's so many people in this community that just, I don't know. I, I, it, it, I'm speechless. I really am. The amount of money that, that, that some people gave, and I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to take away from those who gave $5 or $10 or $20. I, I don't want to take away from those because every dollar counts, right? Um, every dollar helps. It all goes directly to the charity. And so it means a lot to me, but I, I do want to just highlight a, a handful of people that really, I mean, they gave a lot of money and, um, multiple times. And, and I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, there was just some people are more fortunate than others. And, and some people are fortunate enough to be able to give back. Um, you know, I, I try to give to charity every year. Um, there were a couple years there where I was able to give very generously because we were doing very well. So I can, I can at least speak to that when, when someone's doing very well for themselves, um, it's a lot easier to give to those in need. Um, and especially when it's something 100%, you're, you're confident that the money is going there because, um, you know, you see the guys on the street corners with a sign saying, you know, hungry, you need help. And it's like, you know, you give them five bucks and you, you hope they go buy a sandwich and they don't go buy drugs with it or alcohol, but you don't know, you know, unless you walk them to the store and say, here you go, but here's your sandwich, right? You don't know. But I feel a lot more confident with these, these charity events because, you know, we use a service called Tiltify and we build a campaign and the money goes directly to them, right? It's not like it goes to me and then I write them a check. No, it goes directly to them. You see it. 
Um, the charity, the charities that I work with are, you know, um, I don't know what's the term 501c or 503c i forget the term but you know they're they're federally recognized charities so you know it's easy for you to um see that to see where the money goes and and also you know to claim on your taxes right if you're a business owner or um an individual who does make a lot of money then you know very well that charity donations are tax deductible and um, you know, some people are looking for tax deductions, so it's a win-win, right? It's a win-win across the board when, when, uh, you can, you can give back and then of course, you know, save a little. So that's, I think that's, it's a, it's a nice thing the government did to in, incentivize, uh, charity. And, you know, that's why a lot of, um, wealthy people will, uh, start charities or they will, uh, give a charity and, um, not to take away from that, but I, just, I, I, I'm going to rant here, but I just wanted to say thank you very much to each and every one of you that participated in one of my charity streams for gamers outreach, $10,500 in less than a month is insane. Um, but it gives me a lot of hope for St. Jude. Um, my goal is to raise $10,000 for the year. Um, and so we'll have about six months uh, or more to do that. And so I'm feeling pretty good about that, you know, being able to do, you know, maybe a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars a month, um, and just kind of like you know each month do do a charity stream or two, and uh, you know and raise money for St. Jude. I, I would be uh, privileged and honored uh, if my community, you know, if we could do that. So we'll see. Uh, once I get back from St. Jude, uh, what I learned, best practices, um, and and maybe get some ideas for some fun incentives. Because as you saw with my hair and at the the gamers outreach um, event. You know, I'm willing to torture myself for charity and I'm willing to torture myself for a laugh. And if I can make myself do some crazy and wacky things in the name of, uh, you know, children's cancer research, then by all means, I will do that for you guys. So uh, once again, thank you very much. So, yeah, I'll be traveling to St. Jude this week. Uh, I'm very excited about that, not only just for the event itself, but I already know a dozen or so friends that are going to be here this weekend or this week. Um, some of which I haven't seen in quite a while, right? Like whether it's at a conference or um, at, a, at a, you know, capture event, those happen every once in a while too. So I'm very excited to be able to uh, see them, hang out with them, share some stories, that sort of thing. Um, and meet new ones. That's another thing too. When I go to these events, I'm, I'm constantly meeting new people. Um, the gamers outreach, I made some friends that I'm very, you know, excited about and, you know, business opportunities that come up from those, those relationships and those opportunities. Um, so very, very excited about that, um, for multiple reasons. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Plus I've never been to Memphis, Tennessee. So there's that as well, uh, traveling to new destinations and, uh, I just love traveling in general. So Again, excuses to travel. People are always like, "Hey, you, when you, you know, you should come here. Have you ever thought about coming here or ever going there?" And it's like, dude, I will go anywhere in this world if I have a reason to go. If I have an excuse, if I have someone paying me to do it, if I have a job there, I have, you know, what I'm saying like, there's just need a reason. I need a reason to go. I need a reason to spend the money, or have someone pay for me to go. And I'll go anywhere. I'm down. But just whatever it is. So Memphis, Tennessee, yay! But that's not all. Uh, I get back from St. Jude and two, three days later, I hop on a plane to LA and I'm going to be going to the Borderlands three gameplay reveal event in Los Angeles. Very excited about that. 
Um, I have enjoyed what little time I put into Borderlands 1 and 2. Um, I never played them before. Uh, Destiny was my first like looter shooter experience. And of course, I fell in love with Destiny, still one of my favorite games of all time. And so, you know, when I played Borderlands 2 for the first time, I was like, oh, this is like, this is like, I, I don't know, a better, a better version of Destiny. <laughs> um, you know, like just the way that they do the looter shooter mechanics is just like, oh, this is so good. So I have a lot of high hopes for, for Borderlands 3, and I'm very excited to experience that fresh with people for the first time versus like, I jumped in Borderlands 2 like, you know, five years after it came out. And and so while it's very nostalgic and people still love the game and still play the game on a regular basis, it just wasn't the same for me, right? The hype wasn't quite there. And as a streamer and a content creator, you kind of need a little bit of hype to kind of push you and incentivize you to keep streaming it. Um, so I plan on playing uh, some more Borderlands 1 and 2 prior to the event, kind of build the hype up a little bit for myself and for my community. And then I'll go out to LA, um, same thing. Lots of friends going to that event. Lots of, uh, of, of fellow uh, you know, content creators. Some I've never met before, some that I have met before, but only see once or twice a year. So again, another event, back-to-back -back events where I'm very excited about going to and hanging out with, uh, with friends and colleagues. Um, I return from that event and a week later, I'm gonna be heading out to another event this one being one that I've attended to multiple times and that uh, I know a lot of you guys are very excited about, and that is Monster Jam World Finals. And this year, it's in Orlando, Florida. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, this, I believe, is like Monster Jam headquarters. So this is like, this is the first time they're doing the the World Finals in at home. Usually it's in Vegas, big deal, right? We've been out there a couple of times. Um, it looks like Bryce will be going with me again. And so that's the event that I was talking about earlier where I would totally take Sierra, but, uh, she's, she's got a volleyball tournament and she doesn't want to miss it. So she, you know, is bummed out obviously that we're going without her, but she is her choice. I told her 100%, not gonna be mad if you wanted to go with me and, and, and leave Bryce home. And she's like, no, I don't want to miss volleyball. It's the last game of the season. I'm like, all right, fair enough. So, um, so yeah, Bryce and I going to world finals. Woo. So you're going to be there. Uh, look for us. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Clintus. Um, I'll post all the updates there, stories, that sort of thing. And uh, I don't know what to expect yet. I, we haven't worked on the itinerary. Don't know where I'm going to be. Uh, in previous years, it's a press event. So I'm on a schedule. I'm moving with a crowd of people. I have like handlers and, you know, and, and people that work there that kind of like oversee where I'm going and what I'm doing. So um, definitely not something where I can just like, Oh, we're gonna have a meetup over here. Let's go over here. Meet me at four o'clock. Like can't do that. But at least I can tell you like, Hey guys, I'm gonna be in the pits for the next two hours, or I'm going to be, you know, over here by grave digger for the, you know, for two hours, you know, at least then I can give you guys a heads up. You guys can come, you know, say hi and, and, you know, meet us, that sort of thing. So if you're gonna be in Orlando for the monster jam world finals, uh, keep your ears on. I'll let you guys know. And of course I will vlog all of it. That's the point of me going out there is, uh, monster jam loves, uh, our coverage and our, our, um, you know, our video and, uh, our, the monster jam videos do very well. It, it, thankfully I'm very fortunate that those videos still do very well in the algorithm on YouTube. Uh, even though most things don't on my channel, monster jam still does. So, uh, any opportunity to go to monster jam, uh, I jump on and, and uh, so very excited to be invited back out to Monster Jam World Finals in Orlando. I'm very excited about that. So yeah, three trips in the next like three weeks. It's crazy. Uh, I'm very excited about it though. I love traveling. 
And so um, this is always the time of year. It's always the time of year where things like that pop up and, and bubble up. Um, as far as conferences, uh, E3's come up a couple times. People ask me if I'm going to that. I've never been to E3. It always, always falls on like Tiffany's birthday slash Father's Day slash the week we go on vacation. And so I've never been able to go to E3 because we've always traveled that week and or have family in town or something like that. So um, again, no plans on going, but Hey, give me an excuse to go, right? If somebody wants to fit the bill, I already have a badge. I could go for a badge, but I need a hotel and, and flights, you know, or, or very least a hotel. Cause I'm going to drive, you know, that sort of thing. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, if I know there's going to be somebody there, like, it seems like a lot of people have backed out of E3, right? Like, um, I know PlayStation's not going to be there. Sony's not going to be there. Like uh, EA has their own thing across the street. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when we get closer to E3 and we find out who's going to be there, what reveals are going to happen. Eh, maybe if not, I'll just stay home. Well, no big deal. Um, and then at the end of summer, you've got PAX West, which is in Seattle. Love Seattle. Oh, love to go to Seattle whenever I can. PAX West was a blast a couple of years, two years ago when I went, I would go to back in a heartbeat. Um, but this year I really, really want to go to TwitchCon. TwitchCon is in San Diego this year, which I love San Diego, not far to drive. Um, have a couple of friends that live there, but probably not close enough that I could stay with. So I definitely need a hotel, but, um, yeah, TwitchCon just makes a lot of sense, right? VidCon made sense when I was like all about YouTube and full-time YouTuber. And now I've kind of shifted my focus on streaming more. And I feel like I'm very irrelevant when it comes to the YouTube world. Um, I don't even go to playlist live anymore. Cause I don't really, I haven't been invited the last two years and I just, I, I accept it that I'm, I've, you know, my time on YouTube is coming to a close as far as, you know, popularity and, 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 uh, influence, if you will, I'm kind of old news. Um, uh, but Twitch, I feel like I still have a good place there. Um, you know, and, and like I said this before, I don't need to be, you know, rich and famous. I just enjoy what I do. And as long as people enjoy what I do and I'm able to pay the bills doing it, I will continue to do it. Right. That's just, that's just how it is. And, um, you know, but I do like change. And so I'm constantly evolving and constantly changing up what I do. Obviously this podcast is, is part of that. You know, I wasn't podcasting a year ago. So, uh, the fact that I'm doing this now and that so many people are, are enthusiastic and, and like to listen to it. I appreciate you guys. I really, really do. It means a lot to me. Um, but yeah, let me, uh, let me drink some more water here and, uh, we will wrap things up with what you guys have to look forward to here in the near, near future. So this past week, uh, while Chuck was here, a lot of emails came in, um, emails that I'm very excited about nothing. Well, I talked about the monster jam one, that one, that was the easy one, right? Email came in. Hey, do you want to come to monster jam world finals? Looked at my calendar, checked with the wife said, hell yes. So that was one email that came through this week that I was like, yeah, I've got about three more that I can't talk about yet. Um, because nothing's finalized yet and nothing's like hundred percent concrete, but we have some very cool opportunities that have popped up. Um, and again, it's always, it's always the same time of year because it's first quarter, right? First quarter ends, everyone gets their budgets in. Everyone's closed the chapter on last year. Taxes are done, right? Like all the money financial stuff's done. Right. So then all of a sudden now all the sponsorships come in and all the, all the, you know, Hey, we want to work with you kind of thing. So, uh, this is always a very exciting time of year. Um, I also have some like, I don't know, like renegotiations or re-ups on some contracts. Um, so, uh, excited about the opportunities, 
that can come from these. When you work with a company, you know, or a brand, uh, you know, it's, it's a partnership or at least it should be right. There should be some kind of mutual back and forth. And as you grow and as the brand grows, then, you know, you renegotiate your, uh, your deal and your opportunities. And so, um, I'm excited to, um, you know, open up some new chapters with some, some companies and some brands that I've worked with in the past, as well as some new ones. And, uh, you know, I said this in the beginning of the year, guys, new year's, new year's, I came around, I said, 2019 was going to be my reset year. 2019 was going to be the year where I made a lot of changes and, uh, we moved in a different direction. And we started doing that last month with the change of the vlogs, right? Daily vlogs, no longer. And I have to say, I know there's, I know there's still a, a handful of people that are very vocal saying, Hey, I wish you brought back the daily vlogs. I miss the daily vlogs. Um, I'm a lot happier. Uh, there's a lot less stress involved now on a daily basis. Cause I don't sit down every morning to edit the vlog and go, Oh, there's not a vlog. I don't have a vlog. I gotta, I gotta make up a title for this. I gotta come up with a thumbnail. Oh, cause I just, that happened more often than I like to admit. Um, there were a lot of days where I'd sit down and I'd edit the vlog and I'd have like a, you know, seven minute vlog and I have no idea what to call it. I don't have no idea what to make the, the thumbnail. And I, I think I said this in the last episode, I, so I won't repeat myself, but, um, I'm a lot happier. I'm a lot happier, a lot stress, a lot less stress. Um, I've been very busy the last couple of weeks, so I apologize. You know, I haven't made a lot of changes just yet. And it's, it, it's probably going to be another couple of weeks before we really get into a full new schedule, a new swing of things because of all the traveling that I have coming up. Um, the kids only have four more weeks of school and we'll be in summer. Um, and, um, yeah, I, we got, like I, like I said, I got, I got a couple of opportunities brewing. I, I use the analogy today on stream where I'm like a cook standing in front of the stove and I've got like six pots on the stove and they're all turned on. The burners are on. And I'm just waiting for the first one to start bubbling, right? Or the first one to start like simmering. And I'm just like standing there watching all these pots waiting for something to happen, right? They're all on, but nothing's happening yet. And that's what I feel like. I'm like just waiting for one of these emails to come back and go, you know, confirmed, approved, congratulations. Like I'm waiting. I have so many things going on right now. And then there's also um, a few things on, um, on like kind of a personal side. I mean, I guess personal, but also business. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to say. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to, Get people's like imaginations wandering, but we've got a lot of good things, a lot of cool things, um, brewing right now. And I'm, I just can't wait to tell you guys. Cause I, I hate having secrets. I really do. Like I tell the, I tell Tiffany all the time. I hate having secrets from the kids. Right. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm a transparent guy. Right. I've been vlogging my life for over 10 years. I've been streaming almost daily for four years. Like there's not a lot you guys don't know about me just because it's just, I'm always on a camera. Right. And, and so uh, there's not a lot of room for to hide things from you guys. Uh, and when I do have to hide something from you guys, it's very hard. It's very hard. Uh, and I, I can't wait to share some news with you guys. I'm very excited about it. Um, it just we're waiting for things to finalize and things to, you know, be hundred percent confirmed. And once they are, then, um, woohoo, we can celebrate together. Um, but what I can tell you, this is, um, what my plans are for the near future is uh, still giving you guys a minimum of two vlogs a week. Uh, obviously, when summer comes and our days are a little bit busier, you know, there's potential for a third or fourth vlog if, you know, our days are, are more jam-packed and busy. Uh, I have, it's not like I'm holding myself to two vlogs a week. It just comes down to the content, right? Um, and so 
two vlogs a week minimum. Uh, I still plan on live streaming uh, almost every day. In fact, I plan on increasing the amount of live streams because um, Sierra's not doing a volleyball season this summer. And, um, you know, Bryce has practiced two days a week. He's down to two days a week. He's not doing four or five days a week like he was. So come the summertime, there I'll have less obligations um, to like time constraints. And so um, my plan is to stream longer and to do multiple streams. Um, and that'll be something that I work out with with Tiffany. And we, you know, set designated days like, okay, I'm just going to stream like, you know, 10 hours today. So bring me the me bring me my meals, you know, something like that. Or, hey, I'm only going to stream for like three or four hours in the morning and that's it. We have the rest of the day for family and we will plan around accordingly that way. Um, a, it'll make things a lot easier for me, but B, it'll also make things a lot easier for you guys. You guys know my schedule. You'll know, okay, you know, today's a day that Clint's streaming, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever, that sort of thing. So um, I plan on doing a lot more streaming. And that's one of the things with not doing the daily vlogs, um, you know, I do, I do plan on creating more content in other areas. Um, that makes more sense, whether that's more podcasts, more live streams, um, or something completely new. It's completely something completely different. Uh, so, uh, just stay tuned and stay, stay, you know, check back and keep, keep updated with me. Twitter is the best place to keep up with me. Even if you don't have a Twitter account, you can go to twitter.com slash Clintus and just read my tweets. Um, I tweet almost everything. Twitter is my number one most used app on my phone. It's down in like the bottom bar next to like the text message and like um, email apps because it's just, it's the one that I always want to open. It's the first thing I open every morning. It's the last thing I close before I go to bed. And I share everything on Twitter, photos, posts, videos, everything. So again, even if you don't have a Twitter, you can still read my tweets at twitter.com slash Clintus. Um, you're also going to want to join the discord server. I've mentioned this in the past discord.gg slash Clintus is where the community lives, right? Uh, the listeners, the viewers, the people in chat. Um, and it's, it's, it's 24 seven. It is a chat room. It's public. So, you know, what you put in there, everyone can read and, uh, but it's a good place to come hang out. You can meet, uh, mutual, you know, friends in the community, find people to play video games with, ask questions and advice on your content, uh, things about podcasting, YouTubing, Twitch streaming, uh, you can share your awesome food picks or share a good, great beer, or maybe your favorite song you're listening to right now, album. There's, there's, there's channels built for all different kinds of things because we all love different things. And, but it's a place for this community, the Clintus clan community to come together and join and hang out and, um, you know, share, share things with each other. And, you know, if, if you like my content, then obviously we share something in common with each other. If what, if what I produce is somewhat relevant to you or somewhat interesting to you, then there's a common thread with everyone else that's in the discord. So, um, yeah, it's free. You can download the app and, uh, join the discord server and, you know, hang out and, uh, say what's up. Um, so I'm excited for 2019 guys. There's a lot, a lot of cool stuff coming on the horizon and you know, it's only April. It's only April. We're not even halfway through the month, the, through, through the year. And so many opportunities have come, kind of bubbled up recently that I'm very excited about. And I, I truly believe that one opportunity leads to another. My entire life, my entire career has been predicated on this belief that, you know, I take, I try to take as many opportunities as I can when they make sense, when the, the, it, I don't want to say it's a calculated risk, but it's, 
you know, a low risk, potentially high reward, but I don't expect the reward, if that makes sense, right? I don't go and spend all this money on a conference. Or I don't spend all this money on a trip. I don't spend all this money on uh, a piece of equipment or um, I don't sacrifice, uh, you know, family time for business time. If, you know, and expecting like, well, I did all this, I should be, I should get this thing, or I should be rewarded by doing, getting this or that, or, Hey, I spent all this time doing this thing with this person. Why isn't this person giving it back to me, paying me back? Right? Like, I don't expect that. And you should never should. And I think that's the, that's the reason why I have been successful so far is that I don't, I have very low expectations. I have very low expectations from people and I have very low expectations for like what I do. Um, some people would argue that I have too low expectations, right? Like I don't know my value or my worth. Sometimes, um, I, I get happy with a low ball offer and then I'm told, no, you're, you should ask for half for, for twice that much, you know, something like that. Like things like that. I just, I, I'm undervaluing myself because I'm, um, well, I guess this sounds stupid saying it out loud, but I like, I'm, I'm humble. Like I, I, I don't know. I know that I, I, my life, my, my career is based on sharing and somewhat showing off, but I don't know. I've always, I've always done it in a way that was, I try to be meaningful. Like, Hey, like, this is what I do. These are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? I, I, it's always been from a place of like conversation and which is, it sounds weird because YouTube's never really been a place for conversation, but the comment section, which originated from like comments on a blog post, um, was the earliest form of communication, right? There used to be chat rooms. There used to be AOL instant messenger and AOL chat rooms. And, you know, that was the first form of like communication on the internet. And then, you know, email and, and, uh, now we have DMS and, you know, Twitter and Instagram and just comments on everything. So, um, but it always comes from the same place of heart for me. It's, it's the sharing, it's the communicating, it's the camaraderie. Um, you know, I think the re one of the reasons why I don't have a lot of close friends in real life is because, I spend so much time online and I have friends online and you know, we, we have this back and forth and I, I'm able to share my life with thousands of people every day. I'm able to share my thoughts and ideas with thousands of people every day. And the fact that I can get hundreds of responses and hundreds of pieces of feedback on what I share, uh, I can never get that from people in real life, right? Like there's just no way to, to, to quantify what I have built and what I, what I get from my online community. I can never have that in real life. It's just not physically possible. Right. Um, so very grateful and very, uh, honored for the opportunities that I do get. And I'm looking forward to many, many more. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was kind of all over the place, but I've got a lot of feedback saying that these are your guys' favorite episodes. So, uh, next week I will return from St. Jude. We will talk about all the good times and fun things that happened at St. Jude. Hopefully I can talk about all of them. Hopefully there's no confidential stuff. Um, but we'll talk about St. Jude. We'll talk about the trip to, ten to Tennessee. And then, uh, we will, that will lead into my trip to, uh, LA for Borderlands three. I'll come back from that. We'll talk about that. But at that point we will have our first set of guests. So, um, stay tuned, be sure to subscribe. So you get notifications when a new episodes pop up and, um, I will see you guys in the future, in the future. Love you guys. Take care. Smile. <laughs>